Oh, hi, everyone. It's Mark here. Um, just before we get on to our uh, next episode, um, I thought I would just give you guys a quick reminder regarding our fantastic competition we've got running with our friends over at Gadget Bag. Um, 10 lucky winners can win £100 of spending money um, to, to spend on, on Gadget Bag's website. So it is really, really cool. Um, all you need to do is listen to our previous episode. All the links are on our Facebook page and also on our website. Um, you need to listen to the episode and they need to answer some questions on Gadget Bag's website. Again, those links are on the episode um, description. Um, you do need to listen to the episode because we give away the answers. So uh, so yeah, to look at, listen out for those answers and then answer them. And then you could be one of those lucky winners. Also, um, if that wasn't cool enough, um, the guys at Gadget Bag are also offering all our listeners 15% um, off on, um, on all purchases. So um, you just need to use the discount code of BAR15 um, at the checkout and you will get that 15% off. Um, it's currently running at the moment. Um, it won't obviously be forever. So um, if you want to um, if you want to get that that discount, you got you got to go there pretty soon. Alrighty, um, that's enough from me right now. I hope you enjoy the next episode and um, here it goes. <laughs> everyone and welcome to another edition of photography bar podcast i'm mark as always um with cam and of course sarah how are you guys doing you're right yeah um, all very good thank you yeah very good thanks mark um i've got Excellent uh stuff. nothing alcoholic in the bar today i've got a lovely cup of ginger tea ginger masala tea i've got going ah very nice but the, your mug is awful it's, what, what's the, that? it's a champions league it is the <laughs> liverpool champions league you you'll never walk alone um versus real madrid 2018 which unfortunately and surprisingly we lost but it's got this yeah. spinning ball on there do you see that oh, yeah yeah i've never thought of it like that yeah and for yeah. anyone uh and some very any, fo any football fans out there we won't talk any more about football no <laughs> no, especially at the ball. Yeah, that, that that's kind of changed how Liverpool aren't doing so well. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, right. enough of that. What, enough have, of that. what have we got? What have we got, guys? Okay, well, I have something that I would like to announce quickly. Um, so mm. I've made a bit of a career choice recently. Oh, blimey. Yes, uh, and it's quite a big one. So mm. still maintaining freelance when I can. Okay. I have had a conditional offer come through to be a clinical photographer at one of the hospitals here in Birmingham. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So I'm going to be taking that opportunity to learn some new skills, get a postgrad in clinical photography. It will be a full-time position. I'll be using my annual leave to fulfill freelance jobs and, you know, do my best to sort of negotiate both paths basically. Yeah. Um, but this, you know, it's sort of a really interesting idea that this clinical photography, I'm not sure if many people sort of know much about it, but I saw the position come about and I couldn't resist really. Mm. Um, so it's going to be photographing potentially end of life patients, palliative care people. Mm -hmm. It can be as simple as somebody with a dodgy mole as well or dental work burns victims it's going to be a whole mixed array of, of new skills you know not only in sort of customer service but photography skills as well so I've been sort of doing a lot of research into it 
and the dermoscopic imaging that they do, um, 3D photography, thermal imaging. I'll be sitting through theatre procedures, photographing. Oh, blimey. They also do video. Obviously, they produce uh, leaflets and uh, newsletters and stuff as well. So there'll be an element of graphic design. It's a, a big thing. I'm yeah. very excited. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd put it out there. And perhaps there's more questions about this topic that we potentially mm. have. I think it's really good because, and very interesting, because, you know, a lot of people think of, uh, you know, when 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 someone says, what do you do for a living? And you say, oh, I'm a photographer. Or what do you do weddings? You know, yeah. I think people think that's, yeah. Yeah, that's all there is to it. Oh, would you do family pics and pics of babies? You know, but they don't realize that the the, the multitude of, of different um, specialisms out there and wedding photography and uh, and portrait photography is just a very small part. You've got medical photography, saying clinical photography there. You've got police photography. You've got army photography. You've got product photography. You know, this yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's whole a range. whole load, this whole range of different options that people career options that people can go into that they just don't think about it. I think I think one of the things about photography that I think is is detrimental to the industry is a lot of people think I'm gonna be a photographer, and the immediate thing is I'm gonna be working for myself. I just want to work, you know, I want to set up my own business, I'm gonna be a photographer. Um, and a lot of people struggle, as we know recently, we've been saying how many businesses, you know, is it 80% of businesses, photography businesses fail very, very quickly in the first year or three yeah. years, something like that. Mm -hmm. But people don't think I'm going to become a photographer, but this is the field of photography I'm going to look to get, to actually go into. So hearing something like this, I think yeah. it's really, really refreshing. Well, I think, you know, it's my background of working with children and a whole variety of people you know that that's sort of the winning factor in a lot of ways it's that communication with a variety of different ages a variety of different people that is is helping me sort of obtain this position so having my photography degree and knowledge of how to work studio lighting and stuff like that is a huge benefit but I think the you know the deciding factor is how you can be around people because so much of it is people skills when you look at graduation photography, school photography, weddings, so much of it is, as you say, like crowd control and sort of talking through people what their expectations are. That is such a big part of photography as well. Mm. And how are you with, because obviously one of the things that would probably put me off this type of area is, I guess, the, the I don't know, the, 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 the blood part of it. You know, the, the are you particularly squeamish, squeamish at all? Or? I... I would like to say I'm not, but mm. I haven't witnessed particularly many squeamish things in person. No, neither have I. <laughs> and I've sort of spoken openly about this with the person who's recruited me to sort of say, you know, I I don't know how I'll be in that situation until I'm there doing it. Yeah. You know, the the interest is there. You know, I've, I do love sort of my morbid podcast and yeah. you know, that kind of thing as well. So I like to think I'm not squeamish in that context. But until you see it in person and the smells and things as well, you just don't yeah. know how it's going to be. Um, but I think you you put on different caps, don't you? When you when you hit work mode, you put on your work hat, and you can you can block out certain things. Um, I'm just interested. They they thankfully use cannons as well, hey. um, <laughs> but they also have um they're doing ai testing on an application on a phone that take photographs of moles and things 
and the AI will determine whether or not it's got potential threat of being cancerous and things like that. A dermatologist checks it as well, but they're, yeah. they're trialing these new products um, to, to see how effective and correct they are. So that will be interesting to sort of see that side of things as mm. well. Mm. Um, so got- yeah, sort of all part of the application process, they gave me a practical test. And oh, yeah. Said, how familiar are you with the Canon 5D Mark III? I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank heavens. I am very familiar <laughs> with the Canon camera. Yeah. Uh, so I was very relieved instantly. Um, but yeah, I just, I think it's, as we were saying, there's so many different topics of photography and it doesn't just have to be about making money. It can be about education mm. and teaching other people different skills you know you know recording theater procedures so that others can learn from it it's a really important yeah. thing to have this imagery yeah i mean it's yeah. it is fascinating i'm not sure i i would be able to do it i'll be honest with you i remember i when i was working for for a studio they had a, a sort of a corporate sort of initiative with the local vets and we went around the vets and were taking pictures of behind the scenes in the vets and you know there was rather poorly animals and oh well uh, Sorry, just as I was Sorry. saying that, Sarah's cat <laughs> comes on there. Um, so yeah, there, you know, there was as poor animals, and I felt a bit icky around the whole thing. Um, so I, I don't think I'd be able to do it personally, but uh, no, but nevertheless, it, it will be fascinating. I'm, I'm sure, especially well, the, the stuff you'll learn medically as well. I guess just being there. Yeah. Mm. So the, the course itself. So I undergo a postgrad a 12 month course and it doesn't start till January next year. So hopefully obviously I'd have been working the position, understanding things, getting to know things a lot more mm. prior to starting the postgrad. And that will be learning through people on site. For me, I don't know if it's the same for you being sort of hands-on creative people that the way in which you learn is it's much easier to learn hands-on. Yeah. Doing it. I I can't sit and watch something or just be told something and I'll instantly mm. get it. I have to get my hands on it and experience it. Yeah. No, I am the same. I am the same. And it is I always think it's I mean Photoshop's a great example. The best way to learn Photoshop is to use Photoshop, you know. Um I, that, that well that's what I've always thought anyway. But, but I yeah. feel the same with that with cameras as well. The best way to get to know your camera is just to get out there and, and use a camera. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, you know, the, the courses, the courses that we run that are in person, you know, everyone says I tried this, particularly during COVID, I tried doing it online. And now, you know, everyone says learning it in person is so much better. Mm. Yeah. So I think, you know, and anything like that, actually being hands on, it, it does make a, it does make a huge difference. But, you know, it's really refreshing to hear this, actually, Sarah, because, you know, again, everyone I speak to, particularly sort of, I guess, even just a younger generation, it's all about, yeah, I'm going to get into it's not even the word photographer that they're using before and i know we've mentioned this many times it's content creator is the word that's used out there now mm. okay they're not photographers anymore you know people don't think i'm going to become a medical photographer i'm going to look into being a photographer for the fire service for the police service or anything like that though you know it's not even in you know it's not even in part of the vocabulary now at all you know it's all to do with social media and they think they're the only type of jobs that are going and you know and uh but- well they're the glamorous jobs aren't they they're the ones that you kind of see i mean it's all fake as well do you know what i mean yeah you, you, <laughs> yeah fake. well it is yeah you see these guys on instagram going oh yeah check out my life blah 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 but they're only showing you the highlights they're not showing you you know 
They, they, they... It's it's thirty seconds out yeah. of a day or an entire week. Of course, it's yeah. all manipulated to look yeah. perfect. Yeah, they're not, they're not showing you the, the the rubbish they have to go through uh, during that week. They're just showing you the best parts. I know it's when you see these <laughs> yeah. clips of my my day and the the wake up in the morning is just like yeah, I'm fresh as a daisy. I'm up and I'm making my my lovely oats, and I just say, well, no, we all have tough days where we yeah. get out. Come on, let's show a bit of reality. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, um, I think, well, yeah, you, you've got to take it all with a pinch of salt, really, haven't you, mm. with, uh, you know, with whatever you see on social media and the stuff that stuff that people do post up and people do want to see real stuff. But what mm. is real, you know, on social media, you know, and, and definitely the ph- photographers are huge response for that. I mean, I, it, I don't like the fact that wedding photographers go out and do staged shoots and themed shoots and that type of thing. There's another word for it. Is it stage themed? What is it? I can't remember the other well, word. Yeah, I know what you mean. This is like right. the uh, for, for for the adverts and the yeah. editorials and things. They'll like get that. together. They'll get together with uh, a venue, a makeup artist, a hairdresser, a bridal shop, and all that. And then these photographers are putting these images out there saying, yeah, look at this, I'm a wedding photographer. But the thing is, is those photos have not been taken in situ. They've not been taken under the pressures of being yeah. at an actual wedding, um, you know, when they've probably got lighting set up. And I've seen some amazing sort of stage and theme shoot images. Mm-hmm. And you can immediately say, you know, that that wasn't that, done at a wedding, funny. you know. And, but, re- uh, but re- re- reeling it back a little bit, because we've kind of we've gone off on one of our famous tangents there. <laughs> uh, what, what, was this something that you always wanted to do, Sarah? I mean, like, it's quite a, it's, like, I couldn't do it. Uh, I'm not, I don't know what Cam's thoughts are about this sort of photography work. I, I'm not I, even good at watching 24 hours an a No, no, I can't really? watch those programs. <laughs> and my, my wife, who's a, who's uh, works in a pharmacy, she loves those like, yeah, 24 hours an A&E, or there's one about ambulances as well, isn't there? And I can't watch them. I, I, it's it's not for me. So so how, how is this something that you've kind of like had an urge to do? I always feel like no, to be a paramedic or a nurse, you've got to have a calling. And I'm kind of guessing it's kind of the same here, no? No, it's not. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, no, I sort of stumbled across the advert. As I say, I do um, quite a bit of recruitment for the mm. people I freelance with, and I sort of stumble across it, reading into it. Something just excited me about the position, and it's also sort of changing my mindset slightly between the school photography things I do and it mostly being about this getting this beautiful portrait that is hopefully going to sell and turning that into providing imagery for people that could help benefit them in the future and sort of that being quite perhaps a calling being this really lovely part that this could you know really help somebody in the future whether it's to help diagnose any future things to record measurements of things photographing it with measurement to to track its progress but also you know the more morbid side of it is this end of life photography Mm. so unfortunately if a baby dies it's providing this family with some beautiful photography Mm. that they can take home and treasure I have a, a friend you know who has experienced this kind of loss and they have this photo and that's kind of all that they have and you know it means so much more to them and it's Mm. not about the sale it's about providing the memory a bit Mm. more Um, and I think those kinds of bits were the bits that really sold the job to me as well because it has to work both ways you know the job isn't just all about the employer getting the employee they want it's got to work for the employee as well 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, um, I'll be interested to hear um, sort of future stories once you're in there about sort of the techniques and the stuff that they use and um, yeah. from tech side to obviously, um, <clears throat> excuse me, from the tech to uh, the methodology and all that kind of stuff. But it'll be really interesting because it's not something it's I know whole, really much about. It's, that's it. There's a big range. So they have a dedicated studio. Um, so patients will come in and have specific photography done in the studio, but there will be a times when you're moving around the hospital and it could be as simple as doing headshots for the staff board. Yeah. Um, there's a whole mixed bag. And, and for me, I'm not a sit in the office kind of person. No. I like the fact that with school photography, I'm, I'm out meeting new people in a new place every day. Now, admittedly, I will be in the same place, but I'll be moving around and doing so many different elements that hopefully it'll keep me, you know, really busy, really mm. interested. And yeah, just to learn some new skills about, you know, 3D photography, thermal imaging, yeah. all the things that I hadn't really even thought about until I read into this position. And it's one of these things you're constantly evolving, constantly learning that there are there is so much, you know, photography is a huge broad spectrum of things. Mm. Mm. You're on mute, Cam. <laughs> Chatting away, we can't hear a word what he says. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, the day when we um, do a uh, a podcast from the photography studio in a hospital to learn more about it in situ. Wouldn't that be good? That would be amazing. So it looks like <laughs> I might not be starting till about April because obviously there's a lot of checks. You need your DBS and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so hopefully over the next coming months there'll be some yeah. interesting things, some interesting yeah. stories. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. definitely, definitely interested. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's going to be really interesting to see how that all goes. Now, oh, just one. Sorry, I do have one yeah, other question just about because I know nurses and, and paramedics, they work ridiculous hours. Do you know what that part is going to be like? Yeah. Are you going to be working like three o'clock in the morning? No. <laughs> I'm working <laughs> Monday to Friday, 8 yeah. through till five. Uh, there is a little bit of flexibility. They're suggesting that sometimes you can come in a little bit later or leave a bit earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, you sort of have to make it up it's more like timing yeah loop, yeah, yeah. Understand it. um so it is you know this this huge change in terms of workload for me yeah. going from sort of freelance picking when I want to work going on holiday if I want to and not having to worry to doing a Monday to Friday job I think yeah. that would be the biggest challenge for me not so much the squeamish stuff it's just going mm. to the same place every day um and trying to balance my freelance stuff alongside that as well because I do mm. have my own schools and nurseries and and having to use annual leave in order to fulfill those you know is, is going to be a tricky balance but hopefully you yeah. know that brings a new insight to a lot of people who will be listening that are maybe doing the same thing yeah I mean I am quite envious of the fact you're going to have a guaranteed weekend off all the time and a pension and a pension that's that's <laughs> incredible as well yes <laughs> Cam Cam. Those are the, th those are the type of things that a lot of people miss out, don't they? On, uh, you know, when they look for a career in photography, again, we we live in this world of I want to work for myself, you know, and they forget the fact that there's pensions and job security and that type of thing to to consider as well. You know, the mm. the whole way of working and the whole thought process of working has really changed now for for certain generations, you know, um, and. So something like your your pension, I think, is it is, is a huge, a huge bonus, you yeah, know, if you're because you're, you know, while you're working, you're planning for the future as well, you know, because you know, we all think, well, 
what years to go before I retire. You know, I've got 20, 30, 40 years before I retire. I don't need to worry about it. Actual fact, those 20, 30, 40 years come around, you know, pretty quick, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and I think if you're doing that, that's great. I think also when people sort of go out as sole trader, being freelance, it's also realizing that it's not actually as simple as it is may sound. You, you've got to set aside your, your taxes, you know, and, and work out yourself something, keeping all your receipts, logging all your mileage. There's a lot of admin behind it all, which you wouldn't have to think about if you're just going to the same place and somebody else is sorting out your tax and national insurance and everything for you. Mm, yeah, very much so. I mean, I say one, what sort of one of the last things I say on this now is that I've, I wouldn't change what I've done over the years. I've loved every, I've loved every minute of it. It's been great. Mm. The, the people I've met, the different jobs I've done, the places that I've seen and been to and the crazy shoots that we've done, all of that, you know, and I forget most of them, you know, somebody reminded me of the job that we did, you know, five years ago or 20 or 30 years ago. I think, oh, wow. And, and being in certain situations, you know, those have, those have been great life experiences as well. However, saying that, there's still a, there's a part of me that's always thought, I wonder what it'd be like, really. W- would I have been far more relaxed, far more stress-free, not having done it for myself? But then mm. I've loved what I've done. And I guess there's, there is that balance of, you know, so for some people, they go doing the same job day in, day out, same office, going back year after year, and they're never really happy. But they have the bonus of having their their annual leave and their pension and a regular wage coming in monthly salary yeah Mm. and the thing is is nowadays people are saying no i want to do what i want to do i want to do a job that i enjoy and i get that but i think there's a counterbalance between that and security as well Mm. i do think covid brought in a lot more flexible working you know there's so many people working from home now or you know there's there's companies that are more considering the four-day week Mm. and sort of the hours might be longer in those four days. So you're doing eight till six or whatever it might be mm. to, to make up for that lost time. But in, in overall, people are happier having three days off and they're more productive in the four days that they are working. Yeah, yeah definitely. We've spoken about this before in the four day week and companies mm. that do do it definitely say that is it is more productive. I've tried to, well, I've never tried it. I've always said I'm going to do it. but <laughs> It's never difficult. Been able to. It's difficult when you're, Freelance, it's really. Sort of. Oh, bloody! I was gonna. I, I can't even take half a day off without it <laughs> causing a big issue, you know. And that's even now when it's quiet, you know, yeah. when it's very quiet. And uh, if I take half a day off for a, two or three hours, I was out of the office most of yesterday. I had a meeting um, uh, first of all in the morning, and then after that, I sort of had a bit of social, went to see somebody, which was rare as unusual. But then I came back to loads of emails and stuff that I've got to do today. And and I'll probably be here till later on today, just because I took some time off yesterday. Mm. Yeah, tricky, tricky. But that well, is the life somebody of somebody who's uh, doing it quite successfully. <laughs> well, <laughs> <yeah>. well <laughs> anyway, right, moving on, moving on. Um, top photography companies in the world. Okay. Okay. So, um, do we do we get to guess? Yeah, of course. Not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. well, I've cheated. Oh, oh. you've cheated. Okay, well, it well, depends. Right. Actually, it so depends Mark, where you're looking. There's do quite, I get okay. to guess then? The sixteen <laughs> large, sixteen. I've come across an article: sixteen largest photography companies. Now, bear that in mind, okay? Photography companies yeah. in the world. It's not necessarily camera companies because okay. you always think, oh, it's going to be Canon or Nikon or Sony or someone like that. But does Sony <laughs> really count? Because Sony also make other things as well. So you'd have to well, break it down, wouldn't you? Into yeah, that. like just. Yeah. The, the Sony imaging, or whatever 
didn't yeah. want what, what that okay. part of the company's called. So, so, so top five or top three, Mark. Okay. Uh, would Sony be in that, according to what you've just said? Well, I don't know. Sony's an odd one because they make all sorts of things. I mean, Canon make all sorts of things as well, don't they? They make printers and mm. and all sorts, you know. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, I'm just going to go Canon top. Why not? Um, okay. <laughs> um, who I want to go someone quite obscure, though. Just um, so, I don't know, so, someone... So it's got to be in the world, hasn't it? So it could be mm. something, I don't know, sort of like a oh, well, Fuji film. I mean, they've got to be massive, right? Mm. Okay, yeah, they've been massive for a long time. Uh, so go Fuji, and next one, I'll spread my bets. I'll go Epson as well because technically they are another printers. But okay, there we go. How did I do? Okay, you're right. Okay, well, they're not not so good. Well, which <laughs> medium should we say? Okay, so if we're looking at the same one cam. Yeah, we probably uh, yeah, are. Yeah, not it's so 16. good is the correct answer. I don't see any of those in the top <laughs> So none of those in the top five. Okay. Right, okay. okay. Are these companies that no, we're on? looking at then we're looking at a different one, okay? Because oh, let's just start from what something that you've said, Mark. Okay. Um, and first of all, let me just tell you um it says the 16 largest photography companies in the world have just been revealed. And this comes from Digital Camera, Digital Camera World. Um, I didn't even think says, of Elencon or anyone like that, actually. They're probably okay, right. Yeah. Okay, well, are Sony an actual photographic company? Is that what you were saying? Is that what you said? Are they a photographer? Are they related? Oh, I don't think they are. No, they're not. They're, for me, they're a tech company who have a yeah. very good photographic arm of the company. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, they rank number one in the list. Oh, but that's, okay, so that's Sony, the Sony ref, Group that's Corporation. That's nonsense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Referee, come on. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, Nikon coming at number five. All right. Okay. Now here's where this. Okay. <laughs> You're desperate to know where Canon are. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, okay. Canon are number two. Number hey. three, a Fuji film. Number okay, four, well, Fuji. I yeah. got that. Number, I got that. Number four, Life Touch. We all know Life Touch, don't we? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Okay. Okay. Well, actually, Life Touch is uh, an American schools-based and schools and family-based photography. The equivalent in the UK is Tempest, uh, uh, I would say, okay? Now, you think about this, because I was going to give you a clue in saying Sarah's already been speaking about this and whatever, and about schools photography. If you think, when you when you talk about the largest photography companies in the world, one of those, whoever the company is, or one of the biggest earners in photography has to be school photography. Because if you think every single school pupil, probably around the world, I would have thought has the official school photo. Yeah, but it's not. I didn't. Uh, so this Life Touch company, do they have like? Are they multi? Are they global? I was going to say multi global. Uh, well, no, they're, they're but... a Minnesota based company. I mean, they probably have offshoots, um, but they generate their 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 turnovers one point five billion. Wow. Okay, so and, and they're a Minnesota company. Um, they provide professional photography services to schools and families, basically equivalent of Tempest if you live in the UK. Um, and, and and it says not bad for a company. This is interesting. They don't sell a product; they sell a service. Yeah, uh, really, that's what they do. So, and that's that's refreshing to know, you know, because you can get there. But now, what's the other big thing in photography? Now that not just photographers use. Uh, it, and we're not we're not talking about anything to do with equipment, okay? Um, but it's image libraries, stock libraries, and everyone's yeah. using them, okay? You think of the number of websites? 
the number of websites that come that 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 there are out there, and every company in the world has now got a website. The number of them that are using stock images. You think of social yeah. media people that use stock images. Yeah. I walked past a pizza place down the road from here earlier on today, and we've we've been doing some pizza photography um in the last three or four weeks we did a uh, a job for somebody and i walked past and i looked in this pizza shop window and all the pizza obviously cut out but they looked like they really looked like stock images to yeah. me and yeah. i thought that as, as i walked past so when you said it mark you said it getty images now shut yeah. the stock come in they both come in in the top 10 yeah um so you've got kodak eastman kodak company uh coming at number six and I guess the the products that they still that they still produce, um, camera brands other than Fuji, uh, Nikon, Canon, who are in, all in the top five. You've got Leica, at number eleven, Polaroid, number twelve, Ricoh at thirteen. Obviously, do other stuff yeah. as well. Um, OM Digital Solutions, which is obviously Olympus, Olympus uh, Hasselblad, yeah. Hasselblad are, uh, are there at, at number sixteen. Panasonic, you've got so you've got the obvious ones all in there. Yeah. Um, but photography, when you think of the biggest photography based companies in the world, it's, you know, it's not just, you know, it's not just camera manufacturers that, that we know mm. and, you know, and, po and Polaroid is still there. It's, you know, the makers of some of the best instant cameras here and Rico who manage everything from compact cameras to binoculars and 360 degree cameras. Um, and then you've got retailers, uh, Adorama, US retailer, and you know, they're in there as well. Yeah. Cause didn't Olympus, I mean, just going back to what we we're talking yeah, yeah yes i know but didn't before olympus kind of uh broke well sold their photographic they did a lot of optics for medical yeah. stuff as well didn't they so yeah. i don't know if that technically is still photography in i know they sold off their sort of photography arm of the company as it were so like the uh the slrs and the digital stuff and all that but yeah. i think they kept their the, the microscopes and the, and I'm yeah. assuming there's some digital technology there. Oh, sorry, photo yeah. photographic technology there. Mm. Um, I'm, I, are Olympus in that list at all? Yeah, well, yeah, they come in. Not under, not OM, no, because well, OM is separate, isn't it? No, but that's what it's now branded as. You see, um, not not, says, not the medical side of it. It isn't right. Well, it says OM Digital Solutions previously Olympus, and that's what I thought they'd actually changed it to OM Digital Solutions. No, Olympus. I, no, right. So basically, uh, if I could be wrong, and please, I'm sure people will write and tell me if I am. Um, but from my understanding, was Olympus sold the um, the sort of the commercial photography parts so the bit with the mirrorless cameras the slrs the lens all that part of the business they sold off to another company that then became om digital solutions mm. um but olympus is still going and uh because olympus also did like microscopes and the real kind of high-end sort of the stuff that sarah will be using in, in, a, in a few months time you know yeah that sort of thing that was made and they kept that because that bit was still profitable so Olympus as a in as a as a company is still here. It, it's just not selling cameras anymore. Does that make sense? It does. Yes, it was Olympus hmm. did I think it was Olympus Digital Solutions. That was the company bit that they sold off. Right. And they oh, okay. kept and they kept sure. the uh and then of course they couldn't use solution uh Olympus as a brand, so they called it OM, which yeah. was like the OM10 and the OM1 and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I think, seem you know, to think that was that's the case. 
Yeah, when you look at when you look at what um, the, the 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 turnover of the companies, okay, so, so Canon they generate Sony were top with eight point four four billion, Canon five point one billion, and then Nikon a number five with one point one six billion. Now obviously Canon do a far bigger range of products, you know, that are non photography products. So I'd like to know what their photographic um, uh, breakdown of that is because mm. uh, you know i doubt i mean i doubt it's because it, when, when you're talking a photographic breakdown i doubt if nikon and canon would be four billion pounds apart you know that's I, just, I, yeah i think it's know. a bit misleading this mm. because sony so what are they counting as their profits there i mean you know well, yeah, all the ps true. all the ps5 sales in there as well do you mm. know what i mean yeah, <laughs> you that's know that's right, yeah. that's that's Inter- that's a nonsense yeah, did- the other thing I picked up on here is that it says Fujifilm, they monopolize the digital the, the digital medium format camera market, which I wasn't actually aware of. I know they've got a good range, but mm. I didn't know as efficient. They sort of said they monopolize the, the, the medium format yeah. camera market as well. That's interesting. You know, back in the film days, it was always Bronica, Hasselblad um, and Mamiya where yeah. the, you know every photographer i knew had a bronica hasselblad or a mamiya <laughs> yeah, yeah it was the rz67 the rb67 or whatever the hasselblad words were hasselblad but also were um, bronica phase, sb range phase one backs as well that's that's what i've used so i use mm. i have used the hasselblad with a phase one back yeah um so yeah well I, I mean i haven't heard much about phase one these days yeah yeah well you know the the classic companies are there the ones that have been around for years you know and they will be somebody new comes in maybe somewhere you know i mean shutterstock now you know every you know the number everyone knows about shutterstock um you know i wonder whether uh there'd be a case for adobe to be in there somewhere as well at some point you know yeah because because obviously they've got their stock library as well so everyone uses adobe yeah, and and I, in fact, I've been talking to a client this week actually, who was saying that we were putting some video together, and I said, look, we're going to need some stock footage uh, to put into the content that they needed because there was no way we could film. It just wasn't. It wasn't going to be possible mm. to film what they needed. So we're going to have to source some stock footage. And I was immediately thinking Shutterstock, and they said, oh no, that's okay. Yeah, we can do that. We'll, we've got Adobe accounts, so we use Adobe Stock. Yeah. In fact, it was a I use Adobe Stock. That, that to me. Second person that said that to me in a couple of weeks actually. So Adobe Stock seems to be you know, big as well, probably no, nowhere mm. near as big as Getty Images and Shutterstock, but Getty are known for all their celeb photos and all of that, I guess, as well, aren't they? But, uh, mm. um, but, but Shutterstock, but then again, you know, you've got things like Pixabay and Pex, Pexabay or something like that. Is it Pe- Petapixabay? Pixabay? Pixabay? Yeah, Pixabay, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, they're all free, uh, free stock footage. So if anyone's looking for free stock images. Yeah, but um, I think it's low res, isn't it? Go to Pixabay. No, you can get high res ones from there. Oh, as well. okay. Um, but like if you're using that. it for if you're using it online, then you only need low res anyway. Yeah, so. this is true. This is very, so, very um, true. So Pixabay is really one that's worth looking at. You know, we, we've we've certainly used that for content that we've you know for video content really, where we've not been able to go and film something, doing a job here, a shoot for a company here in the UK, and it needs footage from around the world or something. We have utilised it. You know, it's there. To, it is there to be used, but you've got to be careful how you use it. But I am calling foul on this a little bit because I'm I'm not happy with Sony being top. Uh, I'd like to know if that's just camera sales or if that's again. I PS5 think it's all. Sales. It's all. Uh, it's all. It's, it's right, all, isn't it? They're a tech company. They're mm. not really. Yeah. So that, yeah. and also, I'm going to call foul with you two. Both you said I didn't do very well on my guesses. Well, actually, I got Canon right and I got Fuji right. So Turns two out, out of the... a completely yeah. different list, to be honest. <laughs> oh, okay. However, saying two that out of the three, my... I said were, were in, in the top our five. defense. <laughs> in our defense, though, Mark. 
right? You know, like and I also mentioned ask, Sony. You, you ask ten people, right? You ask ten people that have got any interest in photography, even if they haven't got interest in photography, say, so do you know the top camera brands? They're all going to say Canon. Not everyone would say. They say Nikon. Some would say Fuji. (laughs) The classic was you said, "Nah, you dismissed Sony straight away." Yeah, because because it's a tech company. (laughs) That's why (laughs) I thought there'd be some like loophole or something that means that they couldn't enter the competition. So um, so let's just hope Terry Donnelly's listening to this and the guys from Sony and from the photography department of uh, of Sony. And if it was just their photography arm, then I would be, I would be more, more, I'd be more on track with it. But you know, Sarah, very, very quickly, what, what list are you looking at? Um, Oh no, it was just the top of Google, to be honest. Oh, okay. Well, it wasn't listed. It said 16 largest photography companies in the world. It didn't have them listed in one, two, three, four. It was just, and it had Rico at the top. And then Polaroid, then Leica, uh, Shutterstock and Getty Images and things there. So there's it's very similar, but obviously it's just not broken down in in the same format as your yeah. one. Mm, yeah. yeah, I'm just going to give a shout, another shout out there to Digital Camera World because this is a very recent article. This, um, so it's only fair that I shout out. And if anyone wants to have a look at that, look at digitalcameraworld.com. And also from there, you can get three magazines. It says for three dollars as well, or three no three euros as well so if you want to uh have a look at that it's only fair that uh, we mentioned digital camera world as well great magazine anyway do have a look through that occasionally online um so yeah mark what what else have you got well we're talking about the biggest um sort of photography businesses in the world right and and obviously my little (laughs) my little annoyance about sony being in there because they're a tech company but there's another sort of tech industry that that we rely on as photographers and not just us as photographers but everybody it's something that is just part of our life completely um and that's the cloud so we all use the cloud right so i mean we use it quite intensely maybe if we're doing um, sending images across to each other like uh, wedding photos and things like that if we're doing stuff like that or you know i think you use qnap as well didn't you cam Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, let's not go. Yeah. To well, we won't. Well, yeah. But then, nevertheless, they're kind of like a cloud kind of server system, aren't they? They, they have a backup. Yes. And, and, yeah. and if I see them again at the the next photography show, I shall be going over to have a chat with them. Yes. I'll, <laughs> and I will video this chat because I'm yeah, asking them to pay the two and a half thousand pounds <laughs> yeah. that I've been paid for my ransomware that I've been yeah. hacked. So yeah. anyway, but uh, yeah. but anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um. So it is. So an an increasingly growing industry is is these data sites, these data centers that um, that basically hold all our information. Now, mm. um, I'm not I'm not gonna like this isn't written. We've always been quite honest at the fact that this is more of a discussion podcast than investigative journalism, which uh, none of us really are. Uh, so I did watch a, a a a TV show on 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 BBC the other night, um, Panorama, and it was about the clouds and about actually there are some dangers with it mainly because of the amount of power and water that these these data centers use so i do have a couple of stats for you uh which i I pulled out i did sort of pause it and write, write some notes so um it needs basically power and water so water for cooling all the servers and also power to, to, to run everything. Um, but they reckon that one data center at full capacity uses the same amount of power as 100,000 homes. That's, Goodness. that's that's crazy, right? That is absolutely crazy. Um, 
uh, they reckon that a five-minute search on Google or, or whatever browser you want to use, a five-minute internet search is the, uses the same amount of power as boiling a kettle for a cup of tea. So why is this? I don't know. It's obviously been mentioned, but why is it not? You know, we're all talking about being, you know, conscious of energy, waste mm. and everything like that. Why Absolutely. Is something like this never mentioned, especially when, you know, everything we're told is go digital. You know, we're not going to infect the environment. So yeah. Much, all of well, that. this is well. The, well, this is it. You know, I mean, one of the things that everyone's saying, like, I mean, um, I think so you mentioned work. Oh, no, who was it just earlier? We mentioned about working from home you know, and about how businesses are now doing that flexible and all this kind of stuff. And we all think, yeah, great. You know, you're not getting in your car, you're not traveling and stuff, but actually your carbon footprint is still pretty big because I mean, I mean, you know, we're doing this over Zoom, Zoom meetings. That's all using these data centers, you know, Um, that the irony was I was watching this BBC show on the iPlayer, (laughs) which is also the same streaming it through on my phone. And, you know, it's, it is insane. Um, it really did shock me like you you're kind of aware that it obviously must be a large server but then if you go and watch this show it's it's humongous obviously and it's also you know they're they're trying to find other places to put more of these in and it's it's stopping housing development and stuff yeah absolutely and that's here in the UK it's it's it stopped I think um so I think thousands of homes in the London area may be delayed or scrapped because they're building these data centers. They would say, yeah, delays for several years. Potentially. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and here's another stat which yeah. I found quite almost alarming. Right. So Ireland has so the nation of Ireland, the Republic of Ireland, they have 70 well, more than 70 data centers in total. And it those 70 data centers uses 14 percent of the nation's electricity, 14%. And if it goes unchecked by 2030, they reckon 30% of all of Ireland's electricity will be used by these data centers. That is as much as all the households in the nation. But this, I think, a part of this, it's really worrying when I heard that the majority of it is used up just storing junk. Our screenshots are no loads of backdated photos of stuff you know whether it's your shopping list or something i think somebody mm. was saying you know and this sort of goes into something we spoke about a couple of weeks ago in regards to are we taking too many sort of crappy photos on our phone yeah and basically that's all being stored somewhere and that's consuming energy yeah and surely now we do really need to start clearing up our junk folders and whatnot in our emails and and streamlining things a bit better well yeah absolutely i mean emails i've got thousands of emails that Mm. i mean i get so many emails that i don't read because they're just people trying to sell me stuff or you know that's overwhelming to deal with yeah Yeah. but what's did they say are they doing anything about it any solutions well one of the solutions was actually that we should all take a bit of sort of responsibility and Mm. you know if there's a photo that you don't really need delete it you know because then if everyone in the world did that there'd be millions and i probably probably wouldn't be as fair to say it's billions of photos would be then erased and yeah. it would use <laughs> a lot less power or you know you wouldn't need as many data centers for example 
So, you know, do you know my business email? You know, you have a little sign off. Uh, it says at the end, it says your name and the company, the website. It's got your contact details. But underneath, yeah. I've got this little thing that says a little, uh, this, uh, uh, this little bit text. It says, if every UK adult sent one less thank you email a day, we'd save over 16,400 tonnes of carbon a year. Mm. I've been using that phrase for years. Mark, so if you look back at any of my emails, in fact, Sarah, if you look at any emails I've sent you, it's there. It's under um, it's under my name and the website address. I'll, I, will, I will double check that. I mean, yes. they do say that globally, the cloud uses approx, uh, so approximately a quarter to 1.5% of all greenhouse gases is caused by mm. these by these these data centers, which is at least 100 million tons a year. And it's not just that, it's also the water they use. So they're building some more data centers down in Arizona. I think uh, Facebook's doing one, Google's doing one, Apple already has one there. Um, I think there's another one as well. And um, the, these data centers have been given access or allowances to 100 billion liters of water. And I think that's for a year. That's crazy. Yeah, it, it's it just is. a bit sort of mind-blowing and it's it's not fully being able to comprehend that scale i think Mm. i mean you know a lot of you know i've said this before that the jobs of today a lot of the jobs that exist today you know um or a lot of jobs that existed years ago don't exist now you know and that will be um that will be the case in a few years you know some of the jobs that people do today they they won't be needed in years to come because the skills will get different so there's very much a push uh, I know at the moment in the world for, you know, young sort of entrepreneurs and to, you know, look at, you know, doing things far more environmentally friendly. There's a lot of yeah. government, uh, you know, uh, money going into people that are looking into sort of saving the planet, shall we say, mm. and by doing that. But but then you look at electric cars. Okay, we say, yeah, it's all going to go electric here in the UK by 2030. But what are they doing with all the batteries? And that's been spoken mm. about, mm. you know, about getting those out into landfill. And that's not good either. So, you know, everything, no matter what it is, does have an implication on on how we live and and the world is you know is developing it's always going to move on this development is not going to stop however does it make our lives any better are people any happier well no no i i I guess (laughs) practical senses where like if you know for our business stuff i mean obviously we need emails and obviously you know we're transferring images and things like that you know that does make things easier rather than sending them through the post but yeah i mean but <laughs> we well, we, we got a love hate uh, relationship with social media on this on, on this mm. podcast and yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that because but, of know, all of our ages <laughs> <laughs> well yes i mean you know old people shout at cloud um that's essentially what we're doing at the moment i guess um, i don't actually but, even think it's an age thing no, I I think there will be a, a hit back on all of this. I mean, an, another little um, another little stat which I thought was quite interesting was obviously, like I said, it takes what's it uh, five minute Google searches, uh, the same electricity as uh, uh, boiling a kettle for a cup of tea. Um, but viral videos, for example, I mean that's a big one. You know, of course, so, yeah. So the most watched YouTube video of all time. Mm is annoyingly baby shark 
And that I has need to figure on that. Yeah, that and has I'm been what. I'm guilty of putting it on for my kids. Yeah. Oh well, I, I do. In, in, in if if I've got an upset two year olds and I, I need I need some help. Baby shark. I put on baby shark. Absolutely. Never um, even seen it. Uh, well, <laughs> don't contribute by going to watch it now. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I don't think I will. I know somebody um, here who's in this room with me now. I'm recording. Probably has watched Baby Shark. Yeah, but it it has been watched twelve billion times. Wow. You so you think of the cost implication on that? Yeah, yeah, the, you, yeah, yeah. The electric yeah. cost on that. Hmm. Just for and then what about stupid video? You know. And then what about things like newspapers and magazines all going online? We've always thought, oh, yeah, this is great. I'm, you know, I'm saving You're not using planet. paper. And, I'm, yeah. I'm saving the planet. You do with statements as well, don't you? Yeah. yeah go right, paperless. Yeah. Look yeah, at me. I'm exactly. going paperless. That's right, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't be going paperless, you know. Well, maybe. Uh, but it does come back on to actually something I mentioned, you know, like, you know, and technology will not go backwards. It will only, you know, it will only move forward. We have more luxuries in the world today than ever before, don't we? Okay, so you imagine, yeah. let's just say... 50 or 60 years ago okay mm. people that uh like let's just say the royals who th- th- like the royal family of today okay or people yeah. who are very 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 wealthy you know live a far more lavish lifestyle than we do yeah okay yeah. so yeah, yeah we're in agreement with that okay however we probably live a far more lavish lifestyle than the royals did of i don't know 70 yeah. 80 years ago well yeah okay. but that's just timings isn't it that's just times i mean timing okay they reckon it'll more... go start going backwards though they reckon mm. it will start going back. But we've got more and more luxuries in life that should make our lives much easier, much better. And yet there's far more stress in the world than ever before. Would you agree? Well, I'd, yeah, but I'd say the other or side of the more coin. Aware of it. The other side of the coin is that it also makes us more available. Do you know what I mean? So we've just been conditioned to be these consumers. We, we've yeah. been told that you need this latest, newest thing. And if you haven't got it, then you're almost not worthy. I think yeah. it's all about sort of taking it back to marketing and they're, they're making you feel for crappy for, mm. for not having a certain thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, and it's looks, I mean, you know, uh, particularly when you look through Instagram or any of those places, how much of it is to do with the way you look, you know, so people are being told, you know, uh, you know, you're looking at you're looking at somebody's photo, and it's, we know that those photos have been so heavily Photoshop mm. artwork. They've got filters on, you know, and these, you know, and uh, well, yeah. Let's let's face it. Most of it is filters, which is on, which is stored. Guess, yeah. Guess where these filters are stored. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but people, but people are looking at these. But people are looking at these images and thinking, not that I want to look like this person, but it's almost. I need to look like this person because this is what this is what everybody else is doing. Yeah. And yet they're pumping themselves full of more and more chemicals or whatever it is. Are they doing themselves any favors? I've seen Clearly a little not. pushback on this though. So I've managed to change the algorithm on say my Instagram and the, the feed that I receive. So I'm able to see more sort of reality and it's really simply done. You can sort of go in and say, I want to see less of this. And it will right. start changing your algorithm suit. And I think if if you're sort of going into that clickbait of, I want to look at that, it starts showing you more of that. And that's mm. when you then sort of yeah. become a little bit brainwashed that, well, I need to look like that in order to to get to there maybe because their life looks great. Whereas if mm. you start looking at the reality side of things, which is what I'm doing, and, and trying to use it for more of a, a positive and an educational purpose, 
you know, in each to their own on this side. If you if you want to go look for the filters and think that you look great, then then you do that. But mm-hmm. you know, I think it's it's a dangerous game. A lot of it. Well, yeah. I mean, the algorithms that's all stored on these data sites. Um, yeah, it's all on there. And I, hate it, it, I you know, I was yeah, just they can't they can't they can't break either. That was the other thing. So if you think about it, you have a server, and then they also have a backup. Yes. So every for every server, obviously it's doubled. So it's double the water, double the electricity, um, because these things cannot break. Because <laughs> if they do, <laughs> the whole world is screwed, basically. So isn't it great from the photography point of view when photographers say, "Yeah, I can go and shoot a wedding." And I remember going back years ago when I used to go with tw- you know six rolls of medium format film, walk away with 120 shots, and I was done. Oh, now it's great. I can go and shoot 5,000 images, and then I can just email them all to the client, you know, and download them Ooh. in a link and everything. And it's not costing me a penny at all, you know. So now, where yeah. are the costs? Are the are the are the costs considerably less now, or or was it with film and processing and chemicals and physical products and things? You know, uh, who knows? Who knows? In, I suppose in years to come, we will get to know the real cost. When well, it's we've too always, late. We've always been saying how, how great would it be to like, shoot a wedding and as we're shooting it it gets sent mm. to the editor yeah, we discussed this only the we other did, week about yeah. a feature we wanted to see on our dslr or our mirror yeah, yeah. go to mm. the iCloud. Well, which will go to the cloud yeah yeah and but we now say, we're discovering know, that this might not be a good thing not, might, might not be a good thing and maybe we and should we, just you know put just um, accept the fact that we've got to put a bit of work in maybe <laughs> i don't know and we say that, oh, yeah, it's going to be great because it's going to save us time and, you know, and I'm going to have so much more time. It's great. I can get a wedding edited by the end of the day. The wedding's finished. The edit is finished as well, you know. Um, but what know, will happen, the- though? And, th- and this is this is the pattern, though, isn't it? Because you have these things and you kind of go, oh, yeah, you know, we can do this. It's going to give me so much more time. But then what do you do with that time? You fill it with more work. I've always said that. You end I, I, up finding yeah. something you, else you to find, do, You find in more work, don't you? And mm. there... And- and the thing is, you're pressurized because your competitors are doing it. Mm. So then, okay, so let's say you've managed to edit that wedding in the day. Mm. Uh, you come home, it's all edited. So you just send it off to the bride and groom. But there'll be something else that you'd have to do in, in a couple of years' time because exactly. you're no longer editing that wedding. Right. So who, you know? who actually thinks that, oh, this is great now. My, my wedding is done. It's finished. That's freed up. Me, that's freed me up for three days editing. So now yeah. I'm not going to do anything for these next three days because that's that was me. one of the, yeah. Right, <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. I'm glad I you would said definitely that. take and that. Bow time. down to I'm, you. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Right now, for some people, be saying, "Well, you're not using your time effectively," yeah. you know, because that time concentrating on my mental health. Exactly, <laughs> I totally agree. But somebody, but there's going to be somebody out there on YouTube, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's somebody out on YouTube saying you're not making, you know. And I've listened to these people. Zig Ziglar, right, was the American sort of genius marketeer who put loads of information out there and whatever. You, 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 if you look him up, Zig Ziglar, and he did these massive talks and was saying to people, you know, how many hours are there in a day? What are you doing with those hours? How many minutes are there in a day? You can break it up into 15 minutes and you break up to mm. seven minutes. Slots, and then you break it up in one minute. How productive are you? And blimey, heck, I followed that, that, that for a little while thinking, and it was causing me so much stress. Yeah, of course thinking, it I would. productive in the last 60 seconds. How productive <laughs> was I? Right? Now I have moved to the opposite end of yeah. that completely. I really so You can only compete really with yourself, I suppose, mm. to an extent. Can you not? Yeah. Like you, you can't constantly be comparing yourself to everybody else around you. 
But I don't yeah. think we can help that because of we're bombarded with the ability to be able to do that. Well, this is the circle, isn't it? This is the vicious circle. We've just been saying about how, you know, all these things have been invented to make our lives easier and us happier. But these are the reasons why we're not happier because, mm. yeah, okay, that's made that easy. Now I feel I have to do this as well. See, mm. We're told that we're supposed to do more and more and more. Mm. Mm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Get a great work life balance. But work harder and do more. That's really what the uh, the upshot of yeah. it. Upshot yeah. of it all is. Yeah, that's all <laughs> it is. Making your making such a huge interest. So uh, a few years ago, my mum moved out to Italy. Admittedly, there we are. You know, her and her partner are retired, and they live more off the land and stuff. But that idea of a lifestyle is so appealing at the moment. Mm. With the way mm. everything is going, and you're talking about servers consuming so much energy it i think it really does need a step back to sort of almost get out in nature and just enjoy something really simple and not be mm. so consumed by everything yeah That's no right. i agree i mean i mean i guess the sad thing is is that if 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 these data sites destroy the planet then people who are living off the land will will get the you know will suffer the consequences as much as the people who have been using the technology i guess which mm. is the sad thing about it um mm. But uh, you do realise yeah. that, you know, that when I do eventually retire in a few years, I have to have X amount in my pension pot to be able to retire comfortably. Mm. That's what I'm being told constantly. Yeah. yeah. Have you got this much money to retire? Because mm. if you don't have this much money, then you are not going to be able to do the things that you that you do at the moment and all that. And they're all the things that you're sort of fed. So it's constantly you're being put under pressure. Is your business doing this? If you're not doing this, then you are failing. You you are not going to survive because somebody else will go out and there and do it. Yeah. They're sowing the seed every time. And then it's buy my book, buy my online <laughs> <Yeah>. course. <laughs> and that's all it is. It's just about making money, isn't it? And, and I will tell you how. Yeah. How you'll have a work, great you know, work-life balance. Retirement age is getting moved further and further back as well. Mm. I feel, you know, at my age that I am now at 36, what retirement age is, what, 70? By the yeah, time I get... I don't, I don't think it is for self-employed people, though. I think it's uh, a bit well, like... If you, if you've earned what you've earned and you've got yeah. enough to, to sort of start mm. early then great but say if you're in employment full-time which I'm potentially gonna sort yeah. of pursuing a career in that but you know at what point will that get changed again because people are living longer and fitter and, and things like this so is it going to get pushed 71 72 is it going to keep going mm. and I'll find that it's getting further away yeah mm. well actually I read something I think it was this morning that apparently because people are having fewer children now there were some like more grandparents or something than ever before. There was something, mm. it was, it was yeah, something the, ratio's about that. the ratios off or something, isn't it? Um, mm. I, and I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline and re read the first paragraph. Didn't, didn't, didn't read the rest There's of it. Not, I don't enough know what, young people. not enough young people. Is that what it was basically mm. saying? Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, young people to take the world forward. That's, that's what we need to, you know, pressurize things even more to more people to look at social media. Well, wasn't there a thing in, I want to say China, I don't know this for certain, but wasn't it that you're almost potentially going to be paid to have more children? Well, China right? had China had a policy of, uh, yeah. they had the one child policy, didn't they? Where, because they were worried about overpopulation. So the government decreed that each family could only have one fam one, one, one child. That. Now they have changed it because they've realised, oh, <laughs> now we haven't got enough young people. Uh, so now they have changed it, yes um i don't know what the the policy is particularly now um they might be paying people i i don't know 
Um, I just feel but, like we're constantly swinging from from one end of the spectrum to the other, and there's never this happy balance. Grass is always going to look greener either way. Yeah, yeah, you know that's right. Yeah, to do you, and you're striving to get there. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, guys, there we have it. We have uh, discussed many things. We found that Sony <laughs> are are the world's top photography company. No, Which they're not. Clearly, isn't happy about. <laughs> <laughs> we now have a medical photographer on the team, which is great. So, yeah. um, you know, so so we're covered there. That's a good thing. And uh, we've discovered that the world is, you know, a bit of a dodgy place, shall we say? <laughs> I think we've already. Especially, yeah. especially admit, if your football team isn't doing so well. Well, yeah, yeah. We we, we didn't end on the uh, the most. Uh, positive of outlooks but but look, i think actually the one thing i did get was from this is that i think with, with the digital element with the cloud and all that we've and this is what they said it was it was bbc panorama by the way if you guys want to watch it it's <laughs> ironically it's on the iplayer um but uh but yeah it's they were saying, look, you know, we, we've had this thing about how we, we, we're keeping things more. You know, we don't we're not throwing things away. So, you know, oh, we might need that photo. It's about 10 years old. We might need that photo. Well, well actually, we've, we've not seen it since we took it. You know what I mean? And the same with emails and things like that. So I think if we do need to get on top of this, um, you know, it is up to all of us. And I think we do all need to start slimming down our emails and our photos. You know, if there's a photo on there of some stupid video or you know a, a stupid shot maybe you took when you were on a night out which you're never going to watch again just delete it it's not a problem just delete it's it. as if we need to download an app that cleans up our phones which obviously they're out there but it does seem sort of this maybe we should just do it ourselves rather just than do it ourselves yeah because you're downloading yet another app which of course no, uses the cloud we're sucked into it now we're, we're yeah. too far gone well, that's what they were saying as well on the program. It, it's part of our life, so we can't get rid of it. But I think using it more responsibly, like everything else, you know, like everything else. Because um, it's, I mean, this 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 industry, by the way, this is another thing. Two decades ago, there was none of these data centers. Is it only that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when I was, so 20 years ago, I was at uni. I, there was no Facebook. There was no iPhone. You know, I, I was using a mini disc to listen to music. I wasn't using a, a, an iPod. And if you did use an iPod, it was all stored on the actual device. It wasn't on a yeah. cloud. Um, I mean, I know we're slightly behind the states in that. Um, but yeah, yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah, that's really not that long yeah. ago. No. Many things we want. So I guess really, guys, the message is, is please don't like or subscribe to us. Please don't send us. <laughs> please don't send us. Please don't send us any emails. Okay. We're yeah. not posting anything touch. on our socials. From <laughs> yeah, that is why? another because... irony, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because we're because why? Because we're being responsible. The photography bar is being responsible. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> And, yes. Uh, on, on that happy note. <laughs> on that note, yeah. We hopefully never hear from any of you ever. Again. No. Please subscribe. <laughs> please like, and please send us no, emails. We're being responsible. So, well, no, because what we'll do, we'll reply to that email, and then we will delete the email. That's being responsible. Ah, there you go. There you that's go. Right, yeah. After responding, after responding, <laughs> after, after responding, and after that conversation's done, that's when the email gets deleted. Yes. Good stuff, yes. guys. Thank you for listening. Delete your iPhone photos. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye for now, guys. Bye. Bye.